0: Hello, and welcome to the Annunciation Podcast. I'm your host, Elaine Miller, and I'm so glad you're joining me in a discussion of creativity and living out our faith. Today in our creativity series, I wanted to talk about supporting creativity. Now, a lot of artists and such have things like Patreon, and that is a beautiful way to support creativity. I personally am not going to do that because this podcast is an outreach of my business. And so if you want to support me, you can go to my business, AnnunciationDesigns.com, and you can support me there. So I'm not really talking about, I guess, particularly supporting me personally, but I wanted to talk a little about what it means to support a small business and uh, to support creativity in general. So when we... Talk about supporting creativity, I think it's overwhelming. I, I really think it's overwhelming for a lot of people. Right. So we hear that we shouldn't um buy fast fashion. We hear that there are these terrible working conditions for fashion in particular is an area of importance to me. We hear about maybe um unsafe toys for kids being made, etc. And it can feel really overwhelming. We don't all have tons of disposable income. Most of us don't in order to make these changes that are really needed to truly support creativity and to be a part of shopping small. So here's some ideas of things you can do. I'm gonna start with things you can do that actually don't cost money. So one of the huge things you can do is when you have a friend, someone wants to buy your kids a gift, uh, maybe the grandparents, uh, maybe just a friend is looking for something for someone else, you can suggest small businesses that you know of. So even if you personally are not able to support a small business, maybe someone you know could either buy something for your family as a gift or for someone else. And that is super helpful. Word of mouth is like number one for small businesses. We don't have the huge marketing budgets. We're not getting ads on TV, etc. And people just telling other people, hey, I heard there's this cool business that makes this, uh, you should support them. <laughs> is huge. And so that's a number one way that you can um, you can support creativity and small business. Another way is by following small businesses on social media. So I know it seems like a small thing, but when you follow a small business on social media and you interact, first of all, obviously that gives you the opportunity to um, patronize that business, but your interaction actually kind of has a ripple effect that then other people see that interaction. So on Instagram, it's less, um, there's kind of less of a ripple. It's more, you um, our followers are the people that are going to see it um but on Facebook like if you come to my annunciation designs facebook page and you comment on something a lot of times that's going to go to your feed and say hey everyone that knows sarah guess what sarah commented on this post and it shows our post to more people so that's actually super helpful particularly on facebook but on instagram uh commenting is kind of how Instagram to show, decides if it's going to show that post to our own followers. So it's super helpful there as well because um, on both Facebook and Instagram, I think people who don't have businesses don't think about this a lot. But I have, if I have 100 followers, Instagram is going to show my post to like 15 people. And I know that sounds crazy because you follow them. Why wouldn't you see it? But that's the way it is. And the more people that comment, the more Instagram says, oh, this is content that people want to see. And so I'm going to show it to more of those followers. And so it is actually like incredibly helpful. Like I said, on Facebook and on Instagram, uh, and I don't do Twitter, but probably helpful there as well, um, to be interacting with the content that's put out. If you have the means to subscribe on Patreon, Patreon to, you know, the, the accounts of, Artists of musicians of podcasters—that is super helpful. There are definitely fees associated with uh, podcasting. There and there's a lot of time. There and there's uh, obviously a lot that goes into making music, and it's very hard to make money in the music industry all the time. And so, um, that's something that can be uh, very, very helpful to artists. Before I go on, just a quick note, I apologize if the audio quality has changed. I was sitting in my car recording the first five minutes of this episode and there was a huge spider and so obviously I had to leave the car and uh, now I'm inside. So hopefully the audio quality is just as good but you may notice a difference. Anyway, so I've talked about Patreon and I've talked about supporting the social media of artists. Now I wanna get to literally shopping small so i think you'll notice throughout these episodes i've really advocated for small steps i do not think this has to be an all-or-nothing proposition i do not think you need to feel bad if it's a you know a one-step kind of deal so for me uh, clothes for instance is one area where i really try to uh, not shop with large companies that are exploiting workers or, I guess, any company <laughs> that is exploiting workers. That's really important to me. And one of the main things that I do to avoid that is, because my budget is not uh, unlimited, especially for kids' clothes that wear out so quickly, is to shop secondhand. So that's one way. And the beautiful thing is, I actually... There are two local, locally owned... They're kind of chains, but they're locally owned franchises... Um, uh, secondhand stores n- it near me. So there's one for the kids and there's one for me. And that has been an awesome way to get clothes uh, at a great price. Usually, you know, they're almost new and I'm not supporting an industry that I don't want to support. So that's one way that I kind of combine all those things, shopping ethically and shopping small. For shopping creative small businesses. Now, I understand as a creative small business owner that this is typically going to be things that are either going to be gifts or they are going to be kind of splurges in a way. They're not necessarily a necessity. One thing that I do, and I talked about this in in my decision making for what products to bring to market, one thing that I do is I try to have products that you're going to be buying anyway. So hopefully there's just... um, You know of course i cannot produce it for the same price that it can come to target it's just it's just not gonna happen but i do my best um to to offer products that are reasonably priced and so that's one thing you can look at is can i take this thing that i'm gonna need to buy anyways you know kids shirts blankets water bottles there's some great catholic water bottles out there uh, things like that uh coffee mugs etc can i support a small business instead of getting those at Target. I think that that's a wonderful way to start, right? Not every thing in your house is going to immediately be ethically made by a small business creative person, right? It's it's just, it, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of money. And in some instances, it's maybe not even possible or feasible. So I think giving yourself a lot of grace and saying, You know, right now I do have to buy the kids' wardrobe at Old Navy because they're having a huge sale. But maybe next year I can stock up when things are on sale at a local fair trade store. Or maybe I can look at the the secondhand store. I especially, by the way, going back to the secondhand store, I especially love it for kids' clothes because kids the sizing isn't as hard. It's not as hard to pick through stuff for exactly the outfit you're going to want. I find it hard to shop for myself secondhand these days because it takes a lot more time uh, to to look at things and make sure they're going to fit. But for kids, it's super simple. So those are some kind of, they're kind of taking what you would already be spending, and you may have to spend a tiny bit more, or, or even in some cases a good amount more, but it's money that you are already going to be spending, and you're just putting it toward good use. So why is it important to shop small? Now, I've heard people say, well, my husband works for Target. You know, he needs money too. We, we depend on our family, so please shop at Target too. Well, there's always going to be opportunities for people to Shop at a place like Target or Walmart or our local Kroger, right? There are always going to be people who need the lower prices. There's always, they're always going to have that benefit of having the scale, the economy of scale to offer better prices, to offer better sales, to offer better selection. Okay. What a small business does well is their own unique thing, right? So if you are wanting a Catholic thing, whatever that thing may be shopping small is going to be a great way to get that because there are not a lot of huge companies offering truly authentic catholic things now when you buy something from a small business you are you are directly like 100% of your money directly goes to that small business now that small business Could be paying rent for their store. They could, um, of course, they're paying, uh, you know, costs associated with producing that product. Um, But the money itself, whether it is paying themselves a salary or it is profit, goes to that small business. It may have some employees, it may have some contractors. That's what we do. We have, you know, some people who come in and uh, we give them a stack of cards to fold and they go off and fold them and bring them back or something like that. That money is 100% directly supporting people. When you go to Target, that money, some of that money goes to the worker at Target. Some of that money goes to the, uh, the kind of management level at Target. And a lot of that money goes to making the people that own Target and making the people that own Target stock money. Right? So, I think it's important that we understand. Yes, it's great that people can work for these bigger businesses and they provide a standard of living and they provide healthcare, et cetera. But when you shop with them, there are always going to be more people to shop there. You are not um, single handedly keeping them in business. Whereas with a small business, you are literally single handedly giving your money to that person that they will put to use either back into the economy or paying their mortgage or something, you know, somehow they're maybe finally saving up that thousand dollars that we're all supposed to have in the bank for emergencies. And you are literally supporting that exact family that you are interacting with. And I just, as I've come to grow in this business, I just love That intimate interaction, I love that it's you sending me money, me sending you a thing that you want, and both of us just being so happy with it. I just, it's beautiful to me every time. When someone sends me a thank you for selling them something, it is beautiful. I mean, imagine someone is so happy that I had a thing that they wanted, and I'm so happy that I was able to provide it for them and provide for my family. And that is a beautiful thing. And I thank you all for any little way that you are able to support a small business. As always, we would greatly appreciate your reviews and ratings on your podcast player. We would also super appreciate if you pick your favorite episodes so far and send it to a friend who needs to hear it. That helps us grow so much. If you have any feedback, send it to hello at Thank you.